welcome, 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 podcast listeners. It is episode number 278 of the Fret Talk podcast. You are joined by your host, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. That's me. I am this guy. You are also joined by Mr. Lee. Say hello. Yo. Yo, yo, yo. For a man hello. who's not trying to clip his mic, you are trying not very fucking hard. <laughs> I turned uh, it down so it won't clip. And we have to do that. <laughs> we are joined by Mr. Matt Quine. So hello, Matt. Hi, Matt. Wait, this is this is as full of roster as we've got in a long time. So let's let's do this. Gentlemen, how it's are you? It's not a Geordie Shaw. Um, it's not a Geordie Shaw episode this week. It, it's not a jo- what? What? <laughs> Walk us through. It was all, your... full, of, it was all <laughs> full of Northerners last week, wasn't it? So, oh, fuck's sake, fuck's sake! Look, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, this this always happens where you you're about three or four processes in front of where you've actually <laughs> spoken the words. <laughs> <laughs> And to you, it makes complete perfect sense because your brain has already processed that information. For everyone else, we don't have a fucking thing, man. It's it's just it's quite normal in my head. (laughs) Okay, and as long as it's normal there, that is all that matters. How are we, gentlemen? It's been it's been a long time, so let's just let's just touch base. What's what's going on? We all good. I, I mean, I, I haven't eaten a full meal in about a week and a half. I'm full of the flu, but oh, sure, shit, man. smiley face. I mean, <laughs> I just, I can't, I just can't process food. Like, I, mean, I can process food, but I just, I'm full as soon as I start eating. And I just, yeah, I felt gross. And I had a gig on Friday and I did a gig with a temperature of about 38.6. That was really not fun. That is um, fucking rough, mate. <laughs> it was like either that or they they paid us in advance. Uh, six weeks ago and it was either that or pay a hundred quid out of my bank account in december just before buying people christmas presents and i was like uh, <laughs> i'll just sweat through this but, one just buy, and buy luckily time. it was a really quiet fucking birthday party and everybody had buggered off by about four songs into the second half so i only did about an hour and 15 minutes nice so you so, paid well then <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> yeah it, it actually like we we like money for minutes playing one of the best gigs i've done this year but yeah just i felt completely rough yeah about part way through the first half i just grabbed a seat from out front and just sat down for a little bit because i was struggling to stand up because i was just like so ill i really shouldn't have been there like where usually you'd have like a beer on you on the top of your amp you had like a fucking lem sip uh, I, I actually <laughs> I had two thermos, one with lemon sip in, one with coffee in it, nice. and a third glass of water. Um, that's that's what I rocked for the gig. But I did manage to play the Vox at volume again for the first time in nearly two years, and fuck me, that amp sounds incredible. Oh, the yep. the reunion, the reunion that we all wanted to see. Yeah, more, I just yeah. More so than like Kiss's seventy eighth final <laughs> to farewell tour reunion. <laughs> Or like whoever the next artist is, like a fucking Motley Crue with like their reunion, John Five Lark and all that. No, Matt and the Vox. Yeah, I mean that sounds like a band already, and, doesn't it? Matt and, and the I Vox. I put a board together with the hot cake on it, gigged with the hot cake, and I, I, I know nobody interacted with the poll, but fuck you all, it's the best drive pedal for a Vox. Is it is. still fifty-fifty? I uh, the last time I looked at it, it was. Yeah, just check back on that one because I did say that we'd uh, we'd touch base with that one 
because it, it was an absolute stalemate. And I, I think will take sorry. a look. This was the, the hot cake, hot take. Indeed. Uh, yeah, I, I think largely it's owing to the fact that it's such a niche pedal. And like, in, like we pedal, said... I, in I the, completely missed you. What, which pedal did you say? The hot Crow take. The hot cake? Hot, hot take. Hot cake, yeah, sorry. The Crow of the hot cake. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, it was like it was a, a lot bigger when we first started podcasting. When like the the heyday of the it, well, it was just past the guitar nerds, um, GAC podcast, weren't it? It was about kind of two years into like guitar nerds full swing. And it is now sixty six percent for I like him, Stephen Hart. Way, way, way! Oh, that is that's the love story everyone wanted to hear, isn't it? That. <laughs> the pedal that you enjoy so much and the Vox that you got to play through finally yeah. wins the hot take and that will be the final result for that poll because why the shit not? <laughs> it, it's, <But> yeah. <laughs> it's been a hard-fought victory f- with all like three people <laughs> who voted for it. <laughs> it wasn't a very popular poll at all, was it? I don't think anybody understood what we were talking about, to be perfectly honest with you. That's what okay. happens when you put polls up that aren't clear. <laughs> Just put that out there. Steady They're deliberately on. not clear, so you have to listen to the podcast to understand them. Yeah, steady on now, Lee. Steady on. <laughs> we'll get we'll get to your uh, your complaints procedure later on. But I, I actually also found myself running the Vox hotter than I used to and using the hot cake as like a extra drive as opposed to like normal like my rhythm sound and just not bothering with a clean sound. So th- this is like you being inspired by the way that you run the studio vintage, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just I, I ran it a lot brighter than I used to, um, and yeah, just ran it a little bit kind of hairier. And then if I really needed clean, run a bit of volume off. But who wants to do yeah, that? Really, who needs clean? <laughs> I run the entire set with my um, Mojo Mojo on. Like, oh, we've got some like really, really clean, like you know, eighty stuff that's glassy clean with chorus on, and I was running it quite dry, drivey with a bit of chorus over the top of it. That is, like shit, man. Oh, we've we've got some um, we've got some eighties kind of funk tones, but because I'm the only guitarist in the band, I need to fill up that space. And if I don't have the drive on, I'm, it just doesn't. I, I get I get lost with the keyboard because the keyboards are like massive sending anyway. So fuck yeah. it. Like those funk chords can have a bit of bit of juice on the mojo. Mojo is there to make everything better. <laughs> Puts use your wah. Use my wah. Yeah. What the one that's on this shelf behind me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think my foot don't stretch that far, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, that being said, one of the pedals that is on my board is an auto wah. And that gets used every gig without fail. Yeah. <laughs> Which is insane because it's just a filter pedal, isn't it? It's a what, sorry? Just a filter pedal at the end of the day. It just gives you a yeah. different EQ. Indeed, yeah. And <laughs> it, look, it, without a doubt, every time gets the booties moving. So it gets put in the middle. <laughs> of, like, ju- Sorry, about like two or three songs before the end of the first set. And it just like rounds that set off beautifully it's amazing is it a, in appropriate places or do you just randomly kick it on when you feel the 
when you feel it's time. Yeah, <laughs> Go, yeah I, f- I feel like the energy in the crowd is not enough now. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> no, no it is, it's a set song every time. Okay. And it's it's, that, that it's good. more sense. Yeah, I've mentioned it it's on the podcast. Set song every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, weirdly, like that 80s funk tone. Wow, 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 wow. No, it's not. It's the same same song every time. It's a Tina Turner song, and if you want to hear which one it is, go go through our back catalogue because I've definitely mentioned it before. You have, maybe, maybe we did it on like a pre pre podcast talk. <laughs> Who knows? No, I'm pretty sure it was on a podcast. But yeah, me too. I think we I think we've done it. Um, is there anything else you've been up to this week, Matt, or do we move over to what Lee's done? Um, I've laid in bed and cried a lot. <laughs> Okay, you are going to move on to what Lee's done. Because <laughs> so, Lee, yeah, you've, been... you've done some stuff this week, haven't you? You've been a busy, busy boy. I've... Yeah, I've mostly been laying in bed crying a lot. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I've been uh, editing some videos. And um, yeah, we've got a, I've done a video which should be coming out. I guess we'll release that next week. So I should say like the day after the podcast release, which is the uh, the two victory amps that are on my board. Um, mm-hmm. I've put a video together for them. And it's a it's a bit good. Yeah, I've seen it. It's <laughs> it's good. The tones are tones are good. The explanation's good. It's yeah, all yeah, it's pretty, pretty all spanking. Good. And I explain like in detail about like how I run my board so i don't need to take amps with me to gigs and these sort of things and if i want i can just take my board and a guitar to a gig especially if there's like a a mixer there and i can run straight into the desk and so on so forth and record from it and all that's that and the other and you hear tones uh, and that was good so did that um put a load more uh videos together of playing so put them together for shorts and reels and uh we can reuse them for demos and so on so been working on stuff for the ds1w the slicer which is absolutely unreal um the more i play with that thing the more i want to play with it it's just it's so good Uh, Um, i mean i've got something like that but it's uh, not pedal related (laughs) it's one of the things i did with it (laughs) it's my penis Uh, one of the things i did with it was um flopped it out (laughs) i um i played a classic rock song but with the slicer on and like you said can you guess what this song is so that'll be uh, a little teaser for people spoilers it's well easy to guess what it is i mean you'd have to not know the song to not guess it <laughs> so yeah yeah um, tom sawyer by rush <laughs> i've got to try that now um well, you can say you've got to rework all the video now. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> you asshole, ruining my video. I mean, if it does, if it does well, I might do a bunch more. Cool. Uh, what else? Um, I got the Kern and Ridge through. Did uh, I don't think I've spoken to you since that arrived. Um, no, you haven't. No. Oh, so that's just so. Get, like, remind so us what that is because it's it's been about a year since we last mentioned it. So, just as a little recap, okay. what is the Kern and Ridge? Okay, so it marks itself as augmented uh, drive. Um, So you put on some glasses and you see a drive in front of you. (laughs) So (laughs) the the idea is it's got this mood knob. And um, as you turn it, if you understand how clipping works on an overdrive, every single different overdrive has a different amount of clipping. So if you picture a sine wave and 
you picture the compression bars on the top and the bottom coming down and making that sine wave less round. So make like uh, taking off just a little bit off the top, that'll be like a very clean boost. The more you come down, uh, then you you get like more overdrive, then you get distortion until it's basically square and that's a fuzz. Yeah. Then you also get some overdrives which only clip one side of it. So that's called asymmetrical clipping. Mm-hmm. Okay. What happens as you turn the mood knob around is it goes through all these different variations of clipping types. And it's they they say it's got an infinite amount of different clipping types. So you can effectively make it sound like pretty much any overdrive slash distortion. You've got a pre and post tone as well. So you can change what the tone into it is, the tone out of it, and you can change the uh, mid characteristic as well. Um, nice. It's pretty cool. It takes MIDI, um, so you can save like as many drive tones as you want, up to like 128 or something. So you've got more drive tones <laughs> available to you than you actually own drives. Um, and there's loads of videos out there of people saying, okay, can I get it sound like my King of Tone? And they're just like A, B in it, and they're like, okay, this is perfect. Can I get it sound like this Clon? Can I get it to sound like this Tube Screamer? Um, so, yeah, you can buy a really expensive pedal to make it sound like your Tube Screamer, of course. Um, <laughs> yeah, but with, um, with, the, with the MIDI functionality, you can have like one setting being a Tube Screamer, one being a Clon, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, but on the face of it, it's dead easy because you've got two foot switches. One is on and off, and the other one is for a single preset. Okay. Okay. You want all the other presets, you have to use MIDI. But if with this, you, you basically got two pedals. What it can't do is stack itself into itself. Yeah. Yeah. So you, it's almost like uh, what the H9 was to like modulation and time based effects. But for drive, yeah, d- yeah, d- but it's all analog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I remember so talking it's about this. What um, everyone's been dreaming of, really. <laughs> yeah, we like we, we wanted to know if it would work because we saw the like, the the trailer videos for it when it was on Kickstarter. Went if they pull this off, this could be a really, really kind of game changing drive pedal. Yeah, and. I like it a lot. What what I like most about it is I can dial in a drive tone that suits the song. So I, I don't have to chase a King of Tone or a Blues Breaker or whatever. I yeah. can just keep messing around with it until I find a drive tone that I like. And I can butcher that to sound however I want it to sound. And um, it's not like you're going, oh, no, do you know what? This will sound better with a Tube Screamer or this will sound better with uh, a rat or something like that. It's all in there. And all right, this rat's good, but it's not quite right. You can get it exactly how you want it. It's it's very clever. So the tones that are in there above and beyond what we have already is yeah. why I'm most excited for it. Yeah, where, where like on a normal, like if you were recording your guitar, you might record a guitar tone and then do some post EQing afterwards to make it fit nice in the mix. Whereas you can do that all from the pedal itself. Yeah, and do you remember that um, Greed Tone pedal we had, the big Greed Tone Overdrive that had a bass control that was pre, um, yeah. pre-drive. So all it did was drive the amount of bass 
into yeah, the going into circuit the poker, as well. Yeah. Well, you've got that sort of control with it as well. So you've got like in the center, it's um, it's just like unity. But if you turn it down, you're pushing more bass into it. If you push, turn it up, it's pushing more drive into it as well. So even mm-hmm. if you dial a mood knob into a certain place, how you dial the uh, the pre-tone into it will affect that. And then obviously you've got the post-tone as well, which will be like the normal tone on a on a guitar on a, and any drive pedal. Yeah. So it's it's. Like massive, massive potential for like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of sounds. I I'm quite excited to hear what you do with that. That sounds sounds quite nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking about like trying to do like the one to one demos. Like, can I get it to sound like a rat? Can I get it to sound like? But we'll see. Let's see what happens. I don't want to keep talking about it because we're bound to talk about it a bit more when the demos come out. Indeed, indeed. But you've also done some other things with this chap this budget pedal chap this week haven't you what did we do on uh last friday or two fridays ago if it's when this comes out okay so we've recently got into snm and (laughs) 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 Um, no we have been doing some live streams of our snm sessions and um indeed (laughs) taking different uh, uh different approaches Okay. Yeah. We've got Patreon. Now we've got OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> so um we we've done a few of these. We've done uh one for the H ninety, which was that was really good fun. Uh we had some people join us. Not, from not a live S and M session. Just to <laughs> just as a disclaimer. <laughs> we <laughs> this was not like a pedal based S and M. You've obviously live not been to many industry parties. <laughs> <laughs> right, so this was um, so we did live streams based on um, based on pedals. Our first one we did was on the K line, and it, as you mentioned, yep. we did the um, the H ninety, which we got a visit from one of the uh, the Eventide chaps. Eventide, I said it. Woo! I said it right. Um, we did the um, Helix three point five update as well, and then we've done one recently, haven't we, Lee? Yes, we did, and we have covered the new Wampler pedals, which um, have they landed yet? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I saw a, a few people within. Uh, no, within I mean, the have forum. they arrived at yours yet? Oh, they've not. They've not arrived with me, no. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, yeah. So we we covered the to two new budget um, budget uh, pedals from Wampler, which are the Phenom and the Triumph. The Triumph mm-hmm. is the overdrive, and the Phenom is the uh, distortion. I think you covered these last week, though, didn't you? Yeah, we we have covered these. Yeah. We finally find out what phenom means as well after it's, it, it's pronounced phenom and it's the name of the undertaker the wrestler he is the phenom I mean it might that's, be yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is well <laughs> that's it's, exactly it's, what they were going for yeah <laughs> I mean it's the start of phenomenal there yeah, we go yeah, yeah it's, it's I mean we, we just needed Matt we phenomenal. needed somebody <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it is a person who is phenomenal or the phenom yeah, so I imagine that he thinks his drive is phenomenal. I mean, he, he's so blown his own trumpet there. A, <laughs> triumph, triumph as in. Like, fucking did a God. whole um, live stream pronouncing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I still I, I still maintain it's that it's pronounced phenom. phenom because it's phenomenal is yeah, phenom. Phenomenal. It, it, it is, but yeah, when you take the minimal away from it, it becomes phenom. Oh, it's like gif and jif again, isn't it? Fuck. No. 
The, I mean, the guy. Well, I mean, we all pronounce we all pronounce GIF wrong because the guy who created the GIF calls it a GIF. Yeah, I mean, he's wrong. But he's wrong because it stands for graphical in uh, whatever image file or whatever it is, which means that the G is hard for the word that the G stands for, and therefore it should be a hard G, and it is GIF. So because he uses it wrong, nobody knows what the right answer is. Do you know what else I saw that was like uh, someone who was in something and talking about it and they were very, very wrong. Go on. Bruce, Bruce Willis saying that Die Hard isn't a fucking Christmas film. Oh, fuck off, Bruce. I, I mean, mean, he's just trying to be you, a cool I mean, leader and he's trying also, to... Also, you, can't, you, you <laughs> yeah. can't really like shout abuse at him because he's a rather sick man now, isn't he? But he's wrong. No, he's not. He's not, he's not dead. He, people no, but he's really ill. Huh? He, he is really ill. Like, he's had to Is retire he? from everything. Yeah, yeah, he's seriously ill. Um, I didn't know that. Look it up, he's, he's been ill for about 18 months. He had to, he, like, he was contracted to do about seven films and had to had to renege on all of his contracts because he's just not capable of creating full sentences anymore. Like, he's he's a, a, a very ill man at this point. Um, and nobody knows quite how long he's got left. He's got some sort of terminal illness. Oi. Sorry to bring it down a little oi, bit. Oi, oi, oi. <laughs> But we will That's always have Die Hard. Die Hard is a Christmas film. We will always have Die Hard, that wonderful Christmas movie. To remember yes. him by <laughs> Mr. Bruce Willis. It's a, Absolutely. a fucking Christmas movie. The second movie. one it even has snow in it. I mean, we don't the, talk the, about the, the second one. The first one does. Like, yeah, Die, Die Hard went one, three, nothing more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you there. I watched, I watched the, the first one with my missus last year. Um, and she was like, I really enjoyed that. Should we watch the second one? And my response was, no, no let's watch no, the we third shan't. one. No. <laughs> we'll watch the third one. And she was like, well, I understand what's going on. And I'm like, nobody needs to see the second one. I promise you, you'll enjoy the third one. She enjoyed the third one. She yeah. then tried to start watching the second one um, and got about 15 minutes in <laughs> and gave up. Yeah. Do you remember the I mean, you uh, told Die Hard trilogy for the PlayStation? Do I remember it? I have got it. What <laughs> the... Um, the games, because you got to play. I don't know if you guys are really young or never had a PlayStation. Yeah. And um, you know, I love that. Like third, really third person but, yeah, I'm talking about the listeners. Um, but the <laughs> um, the this first game was like a third person shooter, and you would go into the lift, and it would take you up to the next level, and you had to go around and shoot all the bad guys. That was all right. That was pretty cool. Then the I second like one. one was just like it needed a light gun for it. Yeah, it was so a rail shooter. Yeah, and it wasn't even that great. And then the third one was the best one, which was like you were driving around. So it kind of followed in Jai Hard trilogy as well, didn't it? In kind of like the se- the middle one, the second yeah. game. Yeah, it was just... tough as fucking old boots <laughs> and was not really worth the effort that you had to put in. No. Those old well, rail shooters were weird, out Did you know that they did... Uh, a second trilogy um, on the PS1 as well. Die Hard trilogy, um, Vegas, I think it was, or something like that. No. Yep. Look it up. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> but it's it, like similar similar kind of thing. Like they had a three movie, um, like three movie games. And I can't, remember, I can't even remember, but one of them was like a third person action game. Um and it was. I remember how blocky that was? It was like uh, everything of him. It looked like it was made out of Lego. <laughs> I mean, that is a, that's that's a crossover that I think that everyone is begging out for. Die Hard Lego sets. 
I'd <laughs> absolutely make that. the Nagatomi I was Plaza. Gonna, uh, yeah, if you if you let me build the Nagatomi Plaza and then put it up every year for Christmas and annoy yeah. my missus, and have like absolutely. a little Alan Rickman falling out the falling out. <laughs> the <stage. laughs> we've we've got a tradition of like awful awful Christmas decorations. Like we've got like Christmas themed rubber ducks in our tree. We've got like a cat that's blown up like a puffer fish with its legs poking <laughs> out. We've got a a, a lobster because he's Santa Claus. Um, nice. just all sorts of like weird shit so yeah like if I can have something that's obscurely linked to Christmas that I can pull out every year and she can't complain when I put it up that sounds amazing yeah absolutely give, give me Nakatomi Plaza I mean are you hearing this Lego come on it's it's <laughs> ne- if, if can you not ever- just nip down the road Lee and speak to your Lego people you're in the oh, land yeah. of Lego aren't you or oh, next to it uh, yeah, yeah, like it's the next country over, Matt. Yeah. The next country yeah. over. Yeah, that's fine. That's like 15 it's not minutes even, away here. It's not even like at the crossing. Like if you've got this part of Denmark that connects to Sweden, this part of Denmark, which is the other end of Denmark, which connects to Germany, is where Lego is. So it's, yeah. Yeah, that's only, it can't be more than like 45 minutes drive away, surely. I mean, I'll probably be taking the kids there at some point in the future, so I'll have a word. Yeah, have a word oh, when you're there. Just, in a good just, word. just, I've just been, ask I've been them to the area. Though, best swimming pool I've ever been to, and this is they've this whole area of like uh, okay. Denmark is all dedicated to like uh, like Legoland and all these other things. And we went there specifically go, to go to this like theme park swimming pool. It was awesome, and I nearly died. I mean, was it made of Lego? I, I went into I went into this sauna and it was full of like these Danish people and they're all sitting on the bottom row and they were doing this talk about uh, saunas and telling people like how to use saunas and the history of saunas and all this sort of thing and I went and sat at the top because I'm big old British balls here uh, went and sat at the top because I always sit at the top of saunas anyway and um, there was another guy sat at the top of the sauna and I he turned around uh, he must have heard me talking he went all right mate so he was big old British balls as well. <laughs> it's the only two sat at the top fucking big old British balls <laughs> and um, about uh, halfway through he was like oh, I can't take it anymore he went out <clears throat> and um, at the end of it they came around and gave you a shot of ice <laughs> to, like the slosh puppy ice sort of thing and I got out and I sat down on the sun lounger thing and uh, I basically passed out and the next thing I knew I woke up and there was this big bag of ice on my chest and they're like trying to wake me back up because I was red <laughs> like a lobster Spent too much time in there. So basically, you you uh, bit off more than you could chew. Oh, I handled and... it. It was just the afterwards. I was <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. I mean, that is that's Britain, that isn't it? That's whoa, 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 whoa. Really that kind of attitude. Oi, oi, oi. Yeah. Boys, 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 lads, lads, lads. lads. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Right. Um, what have I done? What have I done this week? I did a live stream with Lee about one plus pedals. Apparently, did you? Tell um, me more. I did. I'd, I'd rather not. Um, I released a video about um, a Demon Effects pedal, which is called the Breaker Driver. Mm. Like any any guesses what you think the Breaker Driver might be? Um, uh, it is a, it's um, uh, it's an obscure nineteen seventies Japanese fuzz pedal. Yes, I mean if if you play it wrong enough, it could be. <laughs> I mean, uh, if you wait long breaker. enough, it'll break and sound like that. So, yeah, that's why they called it the breaker <laughs> pedal, because Demon Effects pedals break. I have it in writing from the person who works for them. 
<laughs> okay, Lee. A word of a lie. Okay. So, is it a blues breaker? It is. It is a blues breaker, wasn't it? And it's it's one of the old big box blues breaker, not the new disappointing blues breaker. Uh, well, I say that the new the newer ones sound fine. They just don't sound like the old ones, and that's that's the issue. Uh, so, quite a modest little video. I thought I'll just I'll put this video out, uh, and it's it's done rather well. It's <laughs> it's got. 1.2k's worth of views at the moment, and we're still only on about four days worth of release. Oh, that's, that's really good. M- that's mental, absolutely mental. No, well um, done, man. Indeed. I mean, it's it's got absolutely fuck all to do with me. Look, all of my videos <laughs> are the same format. It's just people really want to see this pedal. But there you go. So it's really cool. I what I might do for this week is do that pedal in a versus against the Prince of Sound because they're both kind of blues breaker adjacent and see which well, one breaks are, blues better. Same. They should be exactly the same if... Um, but yeah, they you should sound so. exactly the same. Yeah, They don't. They really don't. But you would have thought <laughs> so, so. Which one's wrong? I, I don't know. I don't well, have a Surely big... they're just slightly wrong from the original but in different ways and that makes them... Yeah, unique enough for them to be able to sell them. I tell you what, like either of you, send me through a big box Marshall Blues Breaker, and I will do the verses against that for both sure. of them. I know someone who's got one. Do you? Can I write Blues Breaker on a big box and post it to you? I mean, you can do. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll probably demo it. <laughs> what I should do is tape your one knob boost to the inside <laughs> leave some cables dangling out the sides I mean actually no because I wouldn't be able to post it because to do that I'd have to put a battery in it and I can't post things with batteries no you can't take the battery but out it, send it but there, we, there we go um, so I've got the, the blues breaker um, pedal I've also got this week I received a pedal through the post however this this story is a big story and it's going to be saved for the Patreon so um, patreon.com slash fret talk if you want to find out what the shit went on with this pedal. Oh, my God. I mean, I don't have a great deal of hair, but it was making me pull what I have left out. It's that bad. <laughs> um, but it's about time. I'm looking, at, looking at the time that we're on, it's about time that we do some take, some hot take. So last week... Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. The hot take was rare and expensive pedals are for suckers. And this was sent in. Uh, let's have a look. Who was it by? Uh, Gabriel Cruz, a man called Gabriel Cruz, or a woman? I don't know. Uh, rare and expensive pedals are for suckers. So Lee, before we before we talk about the the uh, results, you uh, you had a little little bone to pick with this one didn't you yeah yeah i did so firstly rare pedals don't necessarily have to be expensive you can find rare pedals and you can like bargain hunt and this that and the other and then get them cheap and this is generally what i do um i very rarely pay like top dollar for rare pedals but yes i do like to get like vintage pedals because one, they sound great, and yeah. two, I use them. So I'm yeah. not just getting them, put them in a jar and <laughs> a jar, big glass jar, um, putting them in on a, sh- on a shelf and never using them. Yeah, 
So that's why my pedal wall is, is always changing and moving around because I'm always taking things off and swapping them over and so on and so forth. My nice color-coded pedal shelf. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, check out the post at pedalboardsdeem.com. <laughs> no, no, on Facebook. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know, if someone is simply buying buying pedals, hoping they'll go up in price and selling them on, keeping them boxed, never taking them out of the box and that sort of thing. That's akin to me, like these people who do that with toys, who just buy toys, keep them in the box, never play with them and then sell them on later and that sort of thing. And I almost feel like they're taking the magic away from some little child. But that's down to them. That's <laughs> Mommy, what they want to do. why is he not opening that clone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but if you're playing with them and you want some of that magic, you want to know, you know, you want some of that mojo, then you know, that's where you're going to get it. And generally speaking, most of them do sound great. I've had some really, really old fuzzies from the 60s and stuff through my hands. And you know what? They sound like dog shit. Some of them sound great. So it does depend on the original one. But if that's what you're into, be into it. You know, who, who, why should we be telling people? you know not to do things do do what you want if you're into collecting collect them if you're not you're not okay do no, use I, mean, them. I mean that that went on a little bit longer than i thought it would um <laughs> and the the hot take was rare and expensive not rare and or expensive so you know if if both of those parameters and it's not necessarily saying you shouldn't use them it just says they're for suckers so whether or not you feel shamed by being a sucker is that's on you. Um but either way, the official poll is in, not the the counterfeit one that Lee made. We'll come to that. <laughs> we will. Um so the official poll says ninety percent of people agree with it and ten percent of the people disagree. Yeah, but this was worded in such a way that it was really confusing because when I first read it, it, it took you to explain to me because it says the, it says in the post, counterfeit. Pe- uh, sorry, these pedals are for suckers. And then the option, which was supposed to be for for rare and expensive pedals, was I ain't no sucker. So it read to me, they're for suckers. I ain't no sucker. So it looked to me like there was two options there. For for I for I, I get how you could do that if you only read that one. But when the other one says off-the-shelf tone is just as good, clearly the off-the-shelf tone is not going to be the rare and expensive tone. Yes, but I know Budget Pedal Chap's sense of humour. And putting two bad <laughs> answers not. on there, <laughs> bad answers in there, is right up his street. It's kind of like, uh, no and no. <laughs> so I was like, well, this is not fair. So I decided to go and make my own poll uh, only a couple of hours ago. So I With did this. Jack and hookers. <laughs> Yeah, so I did this only four hours ago. We've had um, we have had 159 votes, 41 comments. People are really into this, Um, and yeah, which is why um, we chose it because it is it's designed to rile people right the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And we've basically have 73 percent of people saying rare pedal collections rule. And 27% of people saying rare pedal collecting is stupid. The question I put, and I'll be completely transparent, are rare pedals for Muppets or are they for people who like to collect something they're into? In brackets, I put the same as most other hobbies because most other hobbies, people do collect things. So you, you, got... you posted a bias question 
And you got a Not biased quite as biased as yours. But yes, I... Uh... <laughs> the question weren't even mine. It was Gabriel Cruz's. So... Yes. Oh, whatever. Oh. But Matt, that is Matt, the... Ho- Matt Klein has commented... <laughs> Red Pebbles are for Kanye fans. That segue. I think that comment might get removed, but indeed. Right, so we've got a hot take for this week. All right, so today's hot take is there is no point in micing up cabs anymore. The reason for that is you get a better result, a more consistent result with cab, um, you know, IRs and cab sims. And they're very readily available. You can put them onto your board. Uh, you can have them on your computer. You can run your, com- your amps straight into a computer from many amps nowadays. Uh, and it's just, it just sounds as good. Ooh. Ooh, I think you have, your argument fell down at the last hurdle. I mean, the convenience thing, abso-fucking-tively. It is it is so horrendously convenient that it makes micing up a chore. However, like playing a, a guitar through a speaker rather than through like a digital emulation of a speaker is an experience that you just cannot replicate. It is near as damn it, and I think it's as near as you're probably going to get. But the... Uh, playing through it, like, I have the option of running my, like, pedal board through, like, an amp sim and a, uh, an IR, and it would sound, like, to the audience, to all my bandmates, it would sound just as good as what my, um, my combo sounds. To me, that feel, that response, it is not the same. It is not the same, and... I will die on this hill. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I, I mean, it depends on how long you t- you take to model the sound that you've got. So my my cabs that I use that come through my Victory amps, I've got them sounding exactly the same as my my sound I've got out of here, and it, it sounds closer to the actual sound I get into here than it would if I mic'd it up. Sat there and A B'd it. It's but so much easier it's, it's, just to sit there and do it, you know. Yeah, it's it's not a case of uh, like getting the the digital version of the sound that I'm getting through my amp. It's that that visceral experience with the amp. There's something that's missing, and I could, it's I don't think it's tangible. I don't think it's anything that I could quantify. But there is a different experience through the amplifier than there is through digital means. And I could no, easily... No, 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 no. You're, 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 you're imagining that you wouldn't have your speakers, you would just have the IR. That is not the case. You have your speakers, but they are effectively monitors. So you're not micing them up, but you're running them through some like, like the Captor X or something, so you're still using your speaker, but yeah. there's a send going out to the desk, and that's what's pushing your sound out. Instead of micing it up, it's it's less hassle for me to mic up than it is to send a separate send through a pedal that I don't need to be running an no, IR. Yeah. Micing yeah, up I mean, is a I'm... ball lake. Micing it, up is, is it, fuck, ball up takes lake. thirty seconds if you know what you're doing. Yeah. I, I'm going to jump in here and disagree with 
Budget Practical Chap's first statement, which was, it's more convenient. At no point is it ever more convenient to rewire your board to add an extra pedal or to have an extra pedal in the effects loop of your amp or whatever. However you're going to do this magical fucking Captor X nonsense or however, however you're going to do this <laughs> creating of your cab sim. So it, much easier. Literally, literally, so if easier. you've got a combo amp and you do small gigs so you don't need to mic up and then you need to do a big gig where you do need to mic up, it is far more hassle to either put an extra pedal on your board or put an extra pedal in between your speakers and your cab. Bearing in mind that, like, for, for the Vox, they're hardwired speakers. How do you do that? You can't. Um, so, I mean, you can run... It does have a speaker out, which turns the internal speakers on, so you then need a separate speaker, and then you run it into this Captor X, and then you've got different speakers. and just It's just a ball ache, just... Buy a valve amp and turn it up, and if you need it louder, put a microphone in front of it. It's not fucking hard. Okay, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm oh. gonna rebuttal here a little hang bit. On, hang on, let me, let me come back up the. the oh, Go let's on. put a new pedal on your board. You don't put a new pedal on your board every time at a gig. You, you just have that pedal on your board. You, it's like something you sort out and you do it once and done. I don't have space for another pedal on my board. Well, that's you. That's you. That's just you, though. We're talking about. I mean, yeah, like the rest of the world. If, if like, if it was a, if it, if it was something that you were considering as a setup, you would, you'd rejig your board to have that on. I, I, I get that. I get that. So that's it's consistent. That's a little... It's the same every time. Yeah. It's the same. You know, you're not gonna like be slightly off axis or you know slightly out and like not get. Oh, that, that sound. shit. That shit does not matter live at all. Like <laughs> I literally wrap wrap a cable around the top of like the handle on my my amp to work. Uh, can, as can, like I, a... can I just go back to something that we said earlier, where the crowd don't give a fuck about what the sound coming from the amp is. Yeah. So actually, the mic the micing up is there for volume. It doesn't give a no nobody in that room gives a flying monkeys what the sound post microphone is. So who gives? So why do I give a fuck? I give a fuck about what my amp sounds like, and it sounds better if you don't plug other shit into it. Mm, yeah, okay. you're not so plugging like my, stuff my, into the amp. You're plugging it in after the amp. So what you're getting is yeah, but you're plugging it in post. before the speakers. But it's yeah, before but the speakers, so the it's amp. still before the... Yes, okay, so, but still, you're plugging it in before the sound makey bit. <laughs> the same. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's completely... Yeah. Bi- it bypasses. When you... The in and the out bypasses. So you've got a... Like on a delay where you've got an analog through, so you get your clean tone through, and then you have the processing bit, and that's going out to the mixer. So it's so much easier just to have... You know, I could got on both my amps over there. You see, like you've got the uh, the Captor X on the Marshall, and then you've got the white one on the. I'm away from on the, the mic there. I shouldn't do green that. Green thing. Um, but yeah, it, it's so so much easier just to run out of that, and and so many amps now actually have an XLR out with yeah, like a dedicated DI out with a uh, with cab sim. Yeah, so I, great. I so we have bass players. Don't, you know, it's part of the amp. I get that, I get that. But, like, miking a cab in live situations is really not an inconvenience. It is, like like Matt says, it's a a two-minute job. properly, right? So, okay, if you took the two examples of a badly mic'd amp that's just done, like, in two minutes and just done unprofessionally versus a cab sim, the cab sim is going to sound better 100% of the time. But in a live situation, nobody cares. Yeah, it's like, still easier. It, so my argument it still is, takes for, less time to plug some plug one cable in. 
No, no. So it takes my the same time the, to plug one cable in. Mike so, has also one cable. So the convenience thing, I was talking as a broad sense, rather than like for live. Absolutely, like it's it's actually more convenient to to run a mic. But if you're doing like studio work, for example, mic when you mic in stu- in the studio, that's when the tone is is important. That's when you're trying to get the perfect mic position and that will take like 5 10 15 minutes to to absolutely nail the mic position and the convenience of just going I'll plug this IR in and it it does exactly the the snapshot of the cab that I want and like you come to it the next day and rather than having to try and find the the mic position that you had yesterday to set it up perfectly to match what you did the day before you can just switch that pedal on and oh it's it's that sound again that's like when you're that looking is... out of the studio when you've been recording it's like don't kick the mics yeah i mean tomorrow walk around the amps <laughs> it's yeah, so, and, yeah and that's the uh, that's the convenience side of it is that if you're doing anything aside from live the the irs are infinitely more convenient and like i've mentioned so like so many times on this i run the HX stomp for all my demos because miking up a cab during like the the late night hours would piss people off. I'd end up waking up my child, <laughs> which would piss him off. It would piss my wife off because I've just woken up the child. That's like cardinal sin number one. Never wake the child. Yeah. Um, so all of that, like the convenience of that, sells the experience of irs it completely sells that do i do it live and it would be easier just for me to go i'll just take the hx stomp out and i'll just run that live because that's got i could plug that into the desk and resound do our bollocks do our bollocks um because it's it's a better experience running a a, a combo and it looks good (laughs) It, it looks good having your little tweed 1b12 combo sitting there People look at that and they go, there's a guitarist. They see like a little box of tricks on the floor. They go, well, is he a pilot? <laughs> There's a lot of flashing lights. Who let the DJ in early? Yeah, where's the spaceship, mate? <laughs> and all these sort yeah, of stupid and it, things. Yeah, yeah and it's yeah. exactly that. So, like, there's arguments for, there's arguments against, there's arguments that us um, fret talk hosts have put forward, but you listeners... You are the ones that need to make the final decision. Mm-hmm. And the poll will be as clear as I want it to be. Damn it, Lee. The poll <laughs> will be worded as clear as I want it. Um, so it will be in the Fretzel podcast group as and when I remember to do it. I think every week, I think I will schedule this ahead of time and I never do. So I do apologize if it's late. So that shit happens. But go into the Fretzel podcast group and... Put your say on whether you want IR, like, sorry, miking cabs to be less convenient than um, than an IR. Or if you think that I... If it doesn't word it properly, I will put another one out. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll go back on this one and check the exact wording that we put for the the question, at least. Yeah, but make sure the answers are not biased, not leading... 
Well, one will say, I agree with Lee, and then one says, oh, no, I'm actually right. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, we've got a few a few newsy newsies today. We've got a few newsy newsies. Um, so it's it's approaching Christmas. Like, we, we're all feeling that. My wallet's definitely feeling that. Um, yep. The, there is all manner of guitar tat that is being thrust, like not in not only into thrust. our news feeds, but our loved ones' news feeds at the moment. Thrust is going, a good word. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're uh, you're with a guitarist. They'll love this Fender yeah. spatula. They'll love this <laughs> Telecaster bookends. Here, here's will a book they? about Bon Jovi. Will, will, fucking will they? <laughs> What those literally have so many of those have so many of those bloody uh, like books about bands and albums and bands that's I don't it. like and stuff like that. That's it. Like sticks autobiography. Who sticks? <laughs> of course. I got a Def yeah, Leppard sure. one once. I was just like, oh, God, I really don't like Def Leppard. <laughs> oh, someone someone did that to troll you. they blatantly did right so um yeah the thing that sparked it was those uh fender bookends because for like for the the person who is getting yet another autobiography from i don't know slash i don't know does he does he release autobiographies like he does les pauls i don't think there is just frequent there is Um, there is a slash you will need i've got it you'll need bookends to to fit all of your your autobiography. So why not have a Fender one that looks like a Telecaster that you might want to buy, but it's only like two quarters of the body. So it's not a real it's not Telecaster. It's quarters, is it? It's like fucking... They've chopped the very end. Yeah. So... I, I do what... like a good bookend. I, I, I must admit. Who? I prefer the what? movie. I'll wait until the movie comes out. I never get to the book end. I get to the book start. Go readings <laughs> for nerds. Um, but so, what what inane guitar tat are you looking forward to? In quotation marks, this year to be seeing from your loved ones. I have specifically asked because I know that they want to buy that sort of stuff for me, and I know the sort of price range I've want. So I've said these are the strings that I really like. These are what I want from you. I've asked for my um, my MYXL balance tension um, strings that I like. Nice. So you've you've kind of you've taken the ball by the horns this year and and put something forward that will actually be useful. I, like I tested the theory last year with one family member and it worked. So now I'm kind of putting it out there a bit more. But now you're going to have like a strings. ridiculous amount of balance tension. Something like 40 packs of strings that will expire before you get the chance to change them. They don't expire. They're in little like, seal things like like condoms. You know that condom you've had since 1993? <laughs> it's, it's like that. It never expires. I'm going to tell him, Matt. You do I'm realize tell condom, him. condoms expire, right? <laughs> Mate, someone tell him. Come on. It's fine. I'm going to tell him. It's fine. Is, is this why you've got kids? <laughs> Did you not realize that the condoms expired? I mean, the reason it's See, fine is because... blows the dust off the condom and says, it's still good, it's still good, darling. We, we good. had to have IVF to have our children, so that's probably why that condom's fine. Right, okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, I don't know what to say like, now, do you? <laughs> gu- gu- Guitar-flavoured condoms? 
I don't know. <laughs> oh, I best, mean, best uh, do you remember like Bruce Willis um uh game called uh Armageddon? Armageddon, yes I do. Yeah. Well when that came out they released um they released condoms related to it and um and on the condoms it said die hard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh that, yeah, I mean, that's not what you want on the side of your condo, is it? No, live, live hard, live. Come on, live. Oh, dear. Also, like, wasn't Armageddon a film, not a game? No, it was apocalypse. It was wasn't apocalypse. It? Yeah, apocalypse. it was apocalypse. Sorry, it was interesting that because like the, the different, you know, you got like X circle, uh, sorry, triangle circle X square. Whatever button you press, you shot in that direction. Yeah, it was the direction, weren't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like oh, it was, it was like a weird arcade shooter. Like, yeah, it was, it was proper, like you looked was down at him and he was running around. Bruce Willis is about this big, like, like no, I half hate inch. shit like that. It was great. It, it, <laughs> it was, was like really it was dual analog stick shooters before analog sticks were a thing. So it was using. Yeah, yeah, the, no, the... I I understand the concept. I just yeah. I remember having the PS One with no analog sticks before they invented the analog stick. Oh, I was and I just uh, like I just remember breaking controllers because of games like that. Where they like you press the wrong thing because you're remembering playing a different game where you yeah. look right and then hit the shoot button as opposed to Tomb shoot Raider. with the circle instead of the X. Yeah. <laughs> Just ugh. Yeah. yeah. I broke a lot of controllers when I first got a PlayStation. I was actually playing no. the first Ape Escape the other day, which was the game they released oh, with Ape the Escape, DualShock. Yeah, yeah, with the analogs. Yeah, yeah. It was all based on analog sticks and it was such a it bastard was. to control. <laughs> it was. It was, yeah. I'm glad that like people learned how to use the controls after that because it was so unintuitive yeah the right stick is for the camera <laughs> and only yeah, the camera yeah, yeah what yeah but it didn't it didn't control the camera greatly it was very sensitive and didn't no, work I mean, now, I mean now that's that, that's how yeah. it is now the right stick yeah. is only and only ever for the camera oh yeah because it was like the the right analog stick was like the weapon yeah, direction, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it yeah. Was, right. It was we're talking about we're talking about PS One games again. <laughs> We've fallen into this trap early. Yeah. Um, guitar tat. Has anyone got a guitar spatula that was mentioned a few times in on Monster? No, no. The only piece of guitar tat that I would accept is I quite like the look of the slab Telecaster body uh, chopping boards. Like yes. I'd have one of them. Yes, but oh, ice cube makers. All the time, all the time. What? I mean, you, you'll see up here that I've got one of those uh, pick stamps, not the pick punches. Sorry, I've all got gifted, gifted last year a coke, sp- uh, sorry, a, a crack spoon, a guitar shaped crack spoon. <laughs> nice. For your, uh... That's what you said. <laughs> yeah, for it your... is. It's a it's just in case you know you haven't got anything to eat. You crack Oh, yeah. I've got, I've got, uh, yeah. I've got a guitar keychain that's actually like a bottle opener as well. I think I've got that guitar bottle opener keychain. That is actually quite useful. I've got like a number of like metal guitar pick keychains, which like are useless as plectrums, yeah. but I actually quite like them. They're they're pretty cool because they've all got like engraved with like milestones in my life, which I thought was really cool. No, um, yes, but I just remember this. This is I actually got from a fellow guitarist friend. It's a uh, 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 Ernie Ball Slinkies, Slinkies, and I've got like a whole bunch of them. Coasters. Here. 
can see there are, <laughs> are coast, they the different the, coasters. Are they the different types? Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you've got like super slinky and ultra slinky and. Yeah, I'm just looking God, around me trying to see what else. I'm see. surprised they went with the set of eights in a pack of four. Like, surely you go nine, ten, eleven, twelve, not uh, eight, nine, ten, eleven. There was six of them. Um, ah, right. So, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. See, those I I agree with. Like little things that you would use around the house that looks like things in your hobby. As if your missus is going to let you, or or your partner is going to let you have them around the house. Ruin ruin the house decor with... (laughs) Why do you think they're in my office? (laughs) Some neon (laughs) colours. Yeah, uh, now fair fair cop. So we've all had the... um, We've all had the the, the tat. Aside from guitar strings, what would you like um, this this year? Like, if, if you were sending out a list to, like family members what would you like to see if like aside from guitar strings amazon vouchers or cash (laughs) (laughs) there you go if i want a thing i think about the thing and then i buy the thing so yeah yeah, (laughs) this is is the reason why i'm I'm... okay that's That's not a bad shout actually that's a really cool one i would like another couple of cans of this stuff which let's see if we can there we go Write in on a postcard what like you that, think like. that is. <laughs> I hate the feel of it. So that was GHS Fast Fret, which I absolutely swear by. Every gig that I do, um, come home, take the guitar out the bag, wipe down the strings with my like clamp, um, microfiber cloth clamp thing. This thing? Uh, yes, that's the one. Yeah. They're pretty cool. I could probably do with either washing the one that I've got or getting a new one. So one of what, those I've got would be two nice. on my desk. Actually, I'll tell you what I did ask for for Christmas is I asked for a full kit uh, to do, like, professionally set up my own guitar. It's just over here, I'm going to put up a, a little table with all the, all the kit on so I can actually do setups. Okay. I took my girlfriend to Curry's and paid for half a switch and she paid for the other half and I'll have that for my Christmas present. What? <laughs> a Nintendo a Switch? Switch. Nint- Nintendo Switch. I'm, I'm hoping, yeah. hoping my wife will agree to uh, yeah, buy the OLED one this, this Christmas. I've just got the I standard mean, one. I'm not, not... Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, sure. I want the OLED one um, just because <laughs> I don't see why you get the normal one. Because <laughs> it's cheaper on a screen and the that's small. Tiny. Yeah, on the screen that small, no human can tell the difference. Yeah. Like, I have, I, I am blind. Look at my glasses. I struggle Why to tell the difference, the difference between standard that? definition and 4K. I struggle to tell the difference between standard definition and 4K. So, like, I, I really don't need an OLED switch. No, look, it's slightly brighter. <laughs> I've got lights. So I can turn those on. It's, We're all good. it's the blacks. It's the actual blacks that make. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I Calm down, clap. <laughs> well, you know what I'm doing. Oh, you can't say that. Oh, God, I hate you. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think that's fair, cop. I think that's fair, cop. <laughs> look. <laughs> Right. Yeah, he's like, mark that one down. <laughs> it's because oh, the pixels to, are turned completely, completely off, making them not yeah. slightly darker, but completely off. Yeah, yeah. Bastard. Good, good. <laughs> excellent, excellent explanation. Right, so 
Um, we've got a few a few things as well. I reckon we'll do one more because we'll probably have enough. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know anymore. Yeah, I don't um, know either because I don't know how long that rant, rant earlier went on. <laughs> oh, I joined no, I rant. Do I. <laughs> no. <laughs> right, so um, Ibanez have done a revised version of the Tim Henson AZ. And yeah, so like the original one was like a HSS, but with like it was like a black thing with like gold chromy um, appointments. Hmm. They've now released um, basically like a Polyphia um, signature series for both guitarists. I'm sorry, I don't know the other guy's name. Only now Tim Henson because he sounds a bit like the guy who does the Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wait, so, uh, sorry, yeah. uh, but the, they've both got both got, got signature guitars now. Like Tim Henson's one is like a like a matte silvery kind of finish. Uh, two humbuckers, I think they're like white open coil humbuckers. I mean, the I other guy, love that look. That that look uh, of the the silver with the white humbuckers is, and he's got like the the uh, tree of life up it as well. Yeah, yeah, he's he, yeah, he's got the tree of life inlay, hasn't he? So, mm. I mean, the 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 necks are like standard, um, like prestige AZ, aren't they? Ooh, I'm being asked if I want to look at it. Go on, why not? Yeah, yeah, very nice, very nice. It's a bit nice. Um, I love that. So we've got we've got that, and then we've got the other guys one, which is like a gold, uh, gold version, which has got uh, like a, got a scratch plate on it. Uh, again, do you, want, hum- do you care about his name or? Yeah, go on. What's he? What's he called? Uh, his his name is Scott LePage. Oh, Scott LePage. Yeah. Is it also an, a, an AZ? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. They both they both look very similar, but you've got the Scott LePage and you've got the Tim Henson. Which one would you go for? Would you go for the gold one or would you go for the the silver one? And uh, I, I I don't like silver guitars really, so I go for the gold one. Oh, the gold one. You, you sound look reluctantly. Like, oh, did he? They, did he? Did he have one before as well? Red one. Yeah, they both did. Nice. Oh, okay, I, I only, I only know about the Tim Henson one. And again, it's an HSS. You know what? Actually, no. I'm oh, going yeah. cha- to change the question here, and I'm going to change it to: Why do we want the <laughs> the, the, the previous H-H models be, like bet more? <laughs> and that, that's the thing, like. I know, because the, the the whole point of the AZ series was it's Ibanez moving away from the whole, you know, pointy, shreddy yeah, guitars and into the, like, classic Strat-style guitar. I, th- I think the so whole point then, of them was these them... were shredder guitars for grown-ups. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. It was like a, a more refined shred guitar, and it? it was... So, like, I don't, I don't mind the HSS, but, like, HH... In a strat style, unless it is supposed to be ridiculous, just looks a bit weird. And this just look like all both of these just look a bit weird. These have yeah. an, a crazy amount of switching on the AZs, so they they, they do. do. They've got like a five way switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I do get that, but they don't. None of those ever do single coils in the way that a single coil would do them. Hmm. They do approximations. It's like it's like you were saying about a microphone in front of an amp. Is an approximation of the sound compared to your digital reproduction of the cab 
plugged into your desk. Sharp out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a little bit more than that because these are actual analog. It's not like it's modelling the sound of a single coil, but it's. I know what you mean. No, it's it's tr- it's, tr- it's trying to do it and it's not doing it in a precise way. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not a split humbucker, isn't it? A split humbucker. No, because it's not it, the same as a does. It does tapping and split. So you see, so you've got the five way switch on a on a double humbucker, but then you've also got a two way switch on there as well. So yeah. depending on how you switch that, it, it puts things, um, it, it switches between split and tapped, if I remember rightly. But, and then and, and that might be the case, but neither split or tapped sounds like exactly like a single coil. Yeah. They yeah. are approximations of the sound. But it's not to They're say that, that sounds tones bad. as well. It might not be. Oh, I'm not saying same. it is. But like for, for me, I would prefer... A body shape like that to have either HSS or SSS. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm never. So that's just me. I'm, that's that's just for me. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not saying you're saying wrong. On this one is no, that no. we we like the old versions more. Yeah, and that's I mean, not to say that the new ones aren't great. But like, I imagine like the the the, the premium line S, uh, the AZs. Yeah. I don't know anybody that doesn't like them. Yeah. I mean, what I'm what I'm saying here is uh, Scott LePage. Both of his versions are better than Tim Henson's ones. <laughs> I, I, I would go for that quilty HSS because it's it's slightly less gaudy than the the, the black on gold. It's a bit nice, isn't yeah. It? And then the gold the gold strap. I'd really like the aesthetic of that. I just wouldn't stick with uh, can, HH. Can I exactly have the, the reason? That can I have the neck off the new one on the body of the old ones? Because the new ones have got rosewood boards and the old ones have got maple boards. Yeah, sure. I, I tell you what, we'll we'll both buy one and then we'll switch necks. Yeah, sounds sounds good. That's a good. bit fancy. Yeah. So look at those pickups; they're like completely covered on there, like lipstick ones. Yeah, but oh, look at the the big fat block inlays. It just makes <laughs> like those are Gibson inlays. Don't put that on a Strat style guitar. <laughs> yep. And they're like the mother of pearl as well. Yeah, they're like oh. they, they absolutely don't belong in a maple neck either. No, it's just it's horrendous. It's just whole shades of wrong. That's that's what what I'm saying about like the Tim Henson is just it's so fucking gaudy. Like the new one is a lot more. That's the one I'd, I'd, have. I'd say a lot more, <laughs> slightly <laughs> slightly more tasteful. This is the one I would the... have. So this is the silver one for the listener. This is the uh, yeah. like matte silver uh, with the white pickups, um, which is which is the new Tim Henson one. Yeah, yeah, it's got the tree of life up a uh, an ebony board or rich like board, one of the two. It's it's, it's gorgeous, color coded head headstock as well. I, I, Go on, Matt. Yeah. Look out of the, out of the four, out of the now. two old ones and the two new ones. What are you saying? Uh, I, I'm having LePage's old one. I'll take I'll take the maple board and yeah, have a HSS strap. Yeah, so, same here, same here, absolutely. Because that looks it looks a bit like a Vigier, doesn't it? Yeah, it does actually. So that's that's cool. I'm I'm done with that. Right. I think I think it looks like it would have been cool in 1970, which is cool. I think this look this uh, Tim Henman one, this uh, one that's just come out. I think <laughs> Tim, it Tim Henman. <laughs> it looks as if you uh, <laughs> really smash well. <laughs> smash it out the court with that one. <laughs> so, Jim, so that one is the tennis bat. Jim Henson. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, Jim Henson. Jim. Yeah. <laughs> For fuck's sake. 
Right, it's it's time to wrap up the podcast and get on the page. Right, <laughs> so for as little as two dollars a month, you can be one of the Patreon backers. Like based on this episode alone, I wouldn't know why you'd want to, but you can. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. We, we've got some legit stuff, and um, we we've got to extend a thank you to the the people who are. Uh, so we have got, and I'm not going to forget people this week. We have got Mr. Andrew Bimson of Rising of the Lights. We've got Hello, Mr. Andy. Adam Yeomans of, of Shift Tone Effects. We've got Mr. Doug Christ of 37 Effects, of Masters of the Cinematic Universe, which is back. Woo! Big Lebowski. Check it out. Uh, and the Just Surprise Me podcast. We've got Mr. Huge Erection. Way. Way indeed. We've got Mr. Ben Fletcher of Fletcher Pickups. We've got Mr. Brian Gower of the Tone Jerks podcast and the Second Button podcast. And finally, we've got Mr. Mr. Ross Philpot. Yes. Boom. Yes. Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, so if you wanna if you wanna join the, the Patreon, Fret Talk. It's frettalk.com. No, not frettalk.com slash Patreon. The other way around. Patreon.com slash frettalk. For as little as $2 a month, you can get some extra content and your name shouted out on the podcast. If I feel if we add any more than this, I will start to absolutely fuck it up. So keep going. See see if you can break me. <laughs> um, so if you want to catch me online, I am Budget Pedal Chap. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. YouTube is the home to the No Talk or Tone series. This week on the No Talk or Tone Versus series, we have got, insert video here that has not been recorded yet. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> where can we find you? Uh, the Twitter still at the moment for now uh, before it gets banned in EU. Um, uh, heel underscore Matt Q and to Instagram. I actually opened the Instagram app more than once since the last I was on the podcast. So Ooh. if you actually talk to me there, I might notice rather than like take seven days to reply. <laughs> Proud of you, man. Proud of you. And Lee, where can we find you? You can find me at Pedalboard to Team on uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Uh, where else? TikTok. My gosh. Yeah, Aren't we yeah. a bit old for that? <laughs> no. Who knows? No, 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 no. We're not. We're, we're doing really well on TikTok, actually. We've got over 100 followers. and We've not been that on is, that long. Yeah. We've been on about a month. Cool. Um, so yeah high five to you I have more followers than my wife and she has what on TikTok yeah (laughs) Um, okay (laughs) okay um, I imagine she probably would yeah where else can people find us we we do oh this podcast of course yes indeed indeed we do this for a total podcast but if if you are here then you know about this surely we do (laughs) this podcast every week so you can listen to this stuff. If this is your first time joining us, you can hear more of this bullshit next week and the week after. Indeed, if this is your first after. time joining us, you are not here right now. There are 277 other episodes. Check another one of those out. Uh, please, please some give some of them chance. me on them. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> right, so that'll be us for this week. So from myself, Mr. Budget Pedal Chup, from Mr. Lee, Padabadabadabadadoo. From Mr. Matt Quine. Say bye, Matt. Bye, Matt. Bye. It will be a tatty bye. And good night for this week. Bye, Bye. everybody.
What is Forrest Gump's password? Run Forrest, run. One Forrest, one. I was so close. How close was I? I was pretty close. You were very close. You were very close. 